I come to party, tryna get lit. Music allowed this nigga but hits. I come to party, tryna get lit. Music allowed this nigga but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the fit of a switch. Party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then know what you get I just go in like the pick of a switch I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up DJ turn me up Party, party, let's get lit Let's get lit, 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 lit Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit. Lit, lit, lit. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. Put them in the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the yeah. crazy when you figure something out or you find some information out like super soon or it's like super unexpected but anyways we're live in four three two one holy shit we are back yet again ladies and gentlemen it's episode 402 of kicking it with the king it's good to be back it's your host gabriel hernandez as always here we are it is friday may 6th 2022 
Friday already, ladies and gentlemen. So for some, you're getting ready for the weekend. For some, every day is your weekend. And for others, you don't get a weekend or the only time you have a weekend is whenever your days off or from work. That's how it is. That's how life goes. And that's the way we're going to do it. But anyways, guys, welcome back. It's good to be here. Oh, man, we have a lot to talk about today. We have a lot to discuss. We have some, th- some exciting things to mention and just some shout outs to get to early on here. And we're not wasting any time here, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, you do realize we are available everywhere. You get your shows exclusively on Spotify, exclusively on iHeartRadio, exclusively everywhere you get your shows, Apple Podcasts. Spotify everywhere. You can visit the website directly, um, pod to see the list of supported providers. And then some. Crazy week, long week, went by kind of quick, but still kind of eventful. And uh, here we are on a Friday, but my my week is an ending. It actually starts. My week starts on Friday, for those who don't know or people who listen to this program. My week actually starts on a Friday. Most times. Sometimes it switches around, but more times than anything, it starts off on a Friday. So, since it is Friday, ladies and gentlemen, what is today? It's obviously like Friday. Uh, we have UFC 274 right around the corner. And speaking of UFC 274, to begin with, um, obviously the weigh-ins and everything was... Um, well, the official weigh-ins, not the like the ceremonial weigh-ins. So, um, the champion, former champion, now Charles Oliveira, was just stripped of his uh, UFC lightweight title due to missing weight. So he's had a history of missing weight down at 145. I believe he's missed up at that weight class too but for a championship fight the champion missing weight you're ineligible to defend your belt i think if the you 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 can become stripped but damn that's crazy if it was by 0.5 um this is absolutely um unfortunate news wow that that, that's some crazy stuff so um charles Oliveira being stripped meaning that uh that means that uh Uh, what is it called? Like, so Justin Gaethje, if he wins, will be eligible to win the title. If Charles Oliveira wins tomorrow, he will still lose his title. He, he, the title will be vacant regardless. The title will be vacant regardless if Charles wins tomorrow. Justin wins, he gets a belt. Charles wins, he doesn't. Charles loses. Obviously, Justin Gaethje is the UFC lightweight champion. So, unfortunately for... for, for uh, um, what is it called? Unfortunately for uh, Charles, that happens. The fight is still on for tomorrow. Um, for those who are very excited for that fight, I mean, we still get to fight. But um, unfortunately for the people who want to see the, the division move along or, you know, for a lot of people, this this probably exciting. It's got to be. I mean, look. Now, now if Justin loses, you know, you guys got to hope that Justin loses. Unless you just want to take the belt off of Justin or, you know, those fighters, the fights that uh, fighters um, at 155 pounds that would match up well with Justin Gaethje later on. If Justin Gaethje wins and he's a UFC lightweight champion and he can uh, 
obviously defend his belt and obviously probably have a rematch with Charles Oliveira some, somewhere down the line. Obviously, there's Dustin Poirier, who's had two failed attempts recently at making, um, uh, realizing UFC gold. I mean, fought two of the best people in the world, Charles Oliveira and uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov, back-to-back in title fights. Not literally back-to-back, but title fight-wise, back-to-back. He fought two of the scariest people on the planet. So, uh, man, that that's so unfortunate for Charles. Um, the fact that it was that... Uh, what is it called, dude? The fact that it was that, not, 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 not that much. Ah, I can't even speak. I'm so like distraught by this. Okay, so the fact that it wasn't that by that much is like the part that sucks. I mean, like some of these guys must go home just feeling like, oh my god, or say he wins in impressive fashion tomorrow night and he still doesn't get a belt. Does he? Doesn't get? Does he get like a certain? Uh, uh, amount of his money taken away for missing weight too dude it's not nice they are not kind to these fighters but then again it's like you gotta make weight like you gotta make weight you're the champion of the world you gotta make the weight quite simple you gotta make the weight and uh, obviously show up to fight unfortunately i mean uh, i feel bad for justin gaethje feel bad for the champion but um the fight shall go on tomorrow and uh we will see what happens um, stylistically, it's an interesting fight. Um, if you want to take away the controversies or everything else, stylistically, it's a great fight. Um, Charles Oliveira starting off as a jiu-jitsu guy, you know, and molding himself into a full-fledged mixed martial arts uh, fighter. Mixed martial arts champion. Say what you want about the weight. Regardless of it, the skill is there. He was a champion. He realized a championship title fight. He won the belt. He has exceptional skills. Um, I mean, it's great submissions. I mean, you see what he did to Michael Chandler. He knocked him out. Um, I mean, the fight with Dustin Poirier, he was impressive in that one. I mean, Charles Oliveira is on a win streak, a huge, huge, huge win streak. And, um, you know, just, you know, uh, it's just crazy to think, like, you know, this guy has been in the UFC for as long as he has. And you think of how many fights he's already had inside the organization. But you fast forward it, and he's in a title fight. Fast forward it to, to May 6th today, he's been stripped of his title. That's that's an unfortunate grab. And it's going to suck if he loses tomorrow, too. Because you think, like, damn, dude, that is one hell of a fucked up ass story, if you think about it. It's more fucked up how it ends, mind you. That's not how it happened. That's a beautiful story. He, he realized the title shot. He realized the title fight. He realized the title win. But at the end of the day, say he loses his belt to the Nevada State Athletic Commission. And then on Saturday night, he loses to Justin Gaethje. Now, that would be a crazy turn of events. That would be an unfortunate turn of events. But we can only focus on the, the fight at hand tomorrow. Justin Gaethje on paper is a better wrestler. I mean, I'd give power all wholeheartedly to Justin Gaethje. But as far as technique, Justin's wild. He, he's unpredictable. I mean, he's patient at times. When he's patient, he's the most dangerous, too. I've seen him fight patient. He will fight patiently sometimes, but when he's hurt, he's hurt. When he's in and barn burners of, of fights like that, you know, he, he really, you know, he comes to to fight. I mean, he has a chin, a chin for sure. He can take a lot of the big shots and everything. And, uh, yeah, man, he comes to fight. I mean, obviously, um, the biggest thing, the biggest what-if factor in this fight is what if it gets to the ground. And, you know, we've seen Justin Gaethje get submitted by Khabib um, while Khabib was on his back. And, you know, Justin Gaethje uh, 
obviously doesn't seem to have the best submission defense on the ground apparently so i mean we think that a lot of people a lot of people will think that if charles gets this fight to the ground then that's where justin gaethje is going to struggle the most because we don't think that uh, justin gaethje is going to toy with the, the submission games with charles Oliveira. I mean, charles Oliveira um is an absolute submission wizard on the ground he's very nasty one of the best uh submission artists we have in the ufc currently and uh, that's very dangerous so if you're if you're banking on charles if charles Oliveira wins tomorrow and you're banking on him to win by submission that's probably going to be the best bet because i don't see him not not that it won't couldn't happen or wouldn't happen i just don't see him knocking justin gaethje out i just think that he's his bread and butter is submissions his bread and butter is wrestling he can take him down he can clinch with them he, he has all these different ways to win not only by submission but mainly by submission because yeah you think of all the different types of submissions that he has under his belt and and the ways he's won the methods he's won look absolutely phenomenal and stuff i mean he beat poirier and beat Chandler. I mean, he's beating a lot of people, man. He's beating a lot of really good people. I mean, he's fought the, the best of the best. He's, he's contended with the best of the best. He fought at a, a weight class below before that. You know what I mean? So it's just a, you know, a matter of time. It just depends on what it is that uh, Charles Oliveira wants to do. Like I said, unfortunately for him, he loses the belt um, to the weight scale point uh, and then uh you know obviously the division's wide open regardless if you think of charles Oliveira. not not saying that he was the one that was unbeatable like oh i like if it was khabib then i'd be like oh wow the division's wide open now but you know charles Oliveira eventually may, may have gotten beat by the right person it's just only a matter of time but his only enemy was the weight scale as it's been in the past so now we realize an op- a championship level opportunity for one um justin gaethje so that will be good i mean what other fights we got on there besides uh charles Oliveira and justin gaethje uh we should pull up ufc 274 pull it up real quick all right let's pull it up hmm. that is crazy man wow that was like an hour ago uh obviously we can't forget about the co-main event must win fight for tony ferguson and a must win fight for uh michael chandler for sure um i mean michael chandler was in the fight of the night uh performance uh obviously lost to justin gaethje in the last fight but it was a hell of a fight it was a great fight i mean if you look at michael chandler's history in the ufc short history short-lived in a way so far he came into the ufc knocked out dan hooker the way he did and then got himself in the title fight charles Oliveira did have the champ hurt at one point in time and then um, obviously didn't win the fight, but then you turn around and fight Justin Gaethje, fight of the night fight, obviously. Um, great fight. And now here we are, Tony Ferguson. So, uh, so Michael Chandler, um, has found himself in uh, UFC, uh, I mean, in a, in a position maybe where he has to be fighting for his job. I mean, fuck, I don't like this conversation. I don't like any of these. I don't like the the pressures of thinking that these people have to fight for their jobs or knowing how shitty these these judges can be. Or sometimes, or you know, sometimes the fights don't pan out the way they need to. But you know, there's certain styles styles make fights, and interesting people match up, and certain peoples are certain people's a's and b's and stuff like like you know it takes two to tangle man so 
um, seeing seeing those two. I mean, I don't want anything to happen to either of them. I mean, Tony Ferguson, one of the best in the world for like the longest time. You know, um, obviously had that twelve fight win streak for like the longest time, and um, you know, it, unfortunately for him, uh, obviously when the pandemic started, literally was like when he took that fight after the pandemic was like well, the first fight back or something like that. He fought Justin Gaethje, then after that, who did he lose to after that? He fought Justin Gaethje, he fought Charles Oliveira, he fought Benil Dariush. Yeah, Justin Gaethje, Charles Oliveira, Benil Dariush. Hey. You can't say, uh, you can't say, um, that he hasn't fought absolute killers. That's the unfortunate part about this sport. Um, 30, is it 36 years old now? Tony Ferguson's 36 years old. But, I mean, if you look at that long win streak and then all of, all of a sudden three losses in a row, or say four losses. So he's 12 and four in his last 18 fights. If he loses tomorrow, 12 and four. Are you kidding me? 12 and 4 over your last 18 fights. That doesn't sound like the end in a way, but if you look at the, his last few fights, I mean, it just, I don't know, something's a little different. Something's a little off. And obviously, we're not dumb. Fight fans aren't dumb. You can tell. You can see someone's a determination. You can see them fighting in the cage. You can see them. You can see how they fight and, and how they used to fight versus how they used to fight. Combat sports fans notice everything we notice everything. they notice everything they see things that are off they understand when fighters have bad performances we understand when these fighters don't show up next statement we also understand when they should not be in there or fighting at that high level ufc's high level completely UFC is a high level uh, competition. It's, a, it's the highest level there is. It, it's the top tier organization with some of the baddest um, fighters on the planet. You know, I know there's bad fighters and bad motherfuckers and all these different organizations, but premier wise, attention wise, attraction wise, fan wise, mainstream media wise, UFC is known by everybody. Hollywood, everybody, everybody tunes in for the the big pay-per-view fights, all the celebrities, and, and lots of people are tuning in. And, and UFC's known globally, so the UFC's done a fantastic job in promoting their entire brand and all that and just everything they've been able to do. I mean, obviously, have a different conversation when it comes to fighter pay and all that and stuff, but um, overall, they've they've done a fantastic job from their marketing and, and everything they do and stuff and fight-wise and stuff. But, yeah, so just it just really, really depends. But, um, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how they, they do have, like, obviously some flaws and there's obviously fighters could be paid more, but, you know, pay, pay is a, a huge thing. And, um, obviously I'm not going to get into that conversation or anything like that, but, um, Tony Ferguson has a point when he, when he brings that up though, healthcare and stuff like that. And, um, how they treat fighters and stuff. He seems very upset and stuff. And it's, and it's unfortunate, man, because some of these guys do get the, the raw end of the stick sometimes. And it's an unfortunate uh, turn of events. But, uh, yeah, Tony Ferguson is a fantastic fighter. So, I mean, I think it's better if he wins tomorrow. But, you know, if he doesn't win tomorrow, then 
obviously, like I said, if it's like a sloppy performance or just, you know, like I think the, what was it, the Benil Dariush fight for Tony Ferguson? It just didn't seem like he was the same or anything like that. So, I mean, I'm not saying that he wasn't, just it's a mental game thing. It's not like he's getting knocked out left and right and stuff. No, just he's getting completely dominated. You just see someone who wasn't the same in their eyes. I mean, I have to see. I mean, I have to go back and really watch Tony Ferguson's last three. I just know that he has been winless in his last three, and I remember watching him at the time. But let's say there's a lot of fights to watch. There's a lot of them to pay attention to, and um, you know, it's it's hard to really tell truly if someone is truly done or if it if it's just a speculation, if it's just a bad performance. Because I mean, Charles Oliveira has been truly done a lot of times in his career. Um, you see him get beaten up sometimes, but you know, as long as he's been fighting and you know, being able to realize a title after so long and stuff like that, I mean, it shows you that shit is possible. And sometimes people just have some, some bad streaks, some bad luck. That shit happens like crazy. You know what I mean? It happens, shit happens, fights happen, fights go the wrong way sometimes. Things happen, man. Fortunate, um, but you know, may the best man win because Michael Chandler still if he wins. There's exciting fights for him at 155 pounds. He could probably fight at 170 pounds if he wanted to. If he, you know, there's a lot of fun fights. Michael Chandler's good. He's real good. I'd say he's a lot more of a, like, I feel, I mean, we'll have to see, we'll have to wait and see because I don't like saying outlandish things. I don't like saying things that I won't, that I will get later on, but it's like a podcast and you can't get everything one of the things right. But I was going to say, like, I feel like he has more of pop, like more pop and obviously more pops in his punches. So if he lands cleanly and, uh, and, and lands one of those Michael Chandler bombs, we could be looking at a Michael Chandler TKL victory here. I mean, he could put Tony Ferguson away. He can be the one, the, the, the first guy to legitimately like KO Tony Ferguson if Tony Ferguson is not crazy. I mean, if he's not careful enough. You know what I mean? Michael Chandler's an absolute savage. I mean, if he if he wins, like I said, that that's better for the UFC in a lot of ways, considering the, what's going on with Tony Ferguson. But then, like I said, that's an opinion. That's an option. That's a lot of... There's something... Uh, a lot of ways people are thinking about this. Because A, you look at Tony, what's going on with Tony is, uh, you know, his rocky, rocky relationship with Dana White, rocky, rocky relationship with the UFC. So if he loses, eh, you know, they'll be quick to cut him just like they were quick to take Oliveira's belt. Chandler wins. Family man, company man will take any of these fights. He fights anybody. He, he's a, he's a, uh, obviously Tony Ferguson is must-see TV. Uh, Michael Chandler's must-see TV too, but they got a little bit more of a superstar and Michael Chandler being the fact where Michael Chandler is right now, and Tony Ferguson, even though they're both on losing streaks, Michael Chandler might have a little bit more hope left in the UFC's eyes, and we could get a lot more fun fights with Michael Chandler still. I want to see Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier. I want to see Michael Chandler versus... Uh, I want to see Michael Chandler versus that entire division, man. I want to see Michael Chandler and Islam Makachev. I want to see Islam Makachev in, in, in a title fight in the near future. We forgot about him. If if nobody if if Justin loses tomorrow, that belt's vacant. Well, what's next? What will the UFC do? 
we have to think about all these things. Are you are you guys are you guys um the people that fantasy matchmake? Anybody here? Anybody stay here and think about like don't stress yourselves out. We we do that sometimes, but we gotta really think about the realisticness of who who could be fighting or who should fight or who could be the champion. You know, it's speculation, speculation, speculation. But we have got to see how it plays out. Because if you think about it, like I said, Charles Oliveira wins tomorrow. He maybe he has an opportunity for to to fight for his belt again or whatever it is. But that is an unfortunate um, turn of events. Very, very unfortunate. But. Like I said, the show goes on. UFC 274 goes on. Let's move along, ladies and gentlemen. Before you move along to UFC 274 and the rest of the matchups there, we have a lot more fights on that card other than those two. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to a handful of you guys here. Um, thank you, um for the shout outs on twitter um the thing about us podcast you can check that podcast out um i believe was it on spotify where are you at to look um i don't know but check them all out on twitter i retweeted a lot of it the thing about us podcast um there's a lot more man there's a lot of really great shows out there obviously a big supporter of us two mexicans and one uh microphone podcast um WTI underscore pod, Dove underscore podcast, Shonen Flopcast, and at last but not least, uh, KWTK pod. So appreciate the support, appreciate the traction, appreciate all the everybody tuning in, supporting and, and um, supporting each other, one another, and stuff. You guys are the best. So let's get back to UFC 274. We got some more um, great fights there. I mean, uh, damn, I still can't get over that. Um, so we got Oliveira, Gaethje, obviously the rematch at a straw weight, uh, seven years plus in the making. Rose Namajunas, the champion, taking on and defending her belt against Carla Esparza. Man, that's crazy. That's a good fight. That's a great fight. It's a good. That's a classic. You know, obviously, um, women's fight. That's a great, great, great fight. I thought that was a co-main event first. Uh, Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson. No, um, that was incorrect. So Rose Namunis versus Carla Esparza is the co-main. Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. Um, the lightweight fight. Um, yeah, like I said, we got a couple other great fights too. I mean, we got a couple really good fights on this card. Um, Mauricio Shogun Hua returns in a rematch. Um, he takes on Olvin St. Pru. OSP in a rematch. Shogun got knocked out in the first round pretty quickly last time they fought. Uh, we'll see how he has improved from this one and if he can obviously be defend a lot more uh, defensive and a lot put on a better performance. Uh, um, what is it called? A legend series fight. Uh, Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon. Wow. So the winner packs up and and rides off into the sunset. Are, are the loser, excuse me. And then um, you got the prelim card on um, ESPN and also ESPN Plus, headlined by two two welterweight bangers. Randy Brown versus Chaos William, a.k.a. the pop smoke of mixed martial arts. 
<laughs> at least visually, it looks like. I mean, did anybody else think of that? Or like Floyd Mayweather. If Floyd Mayweather was a MMA MMA fighter, <laughs> that's not that's not a bad comparison. Don't be mad at me. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, good. Good. Good comparison, baby. You gotta love that one. Um, welterweight, another welterweight fight. Um, Francisco Chinalo versus Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts, catchweight bout. Messi Chesson versus Norma Dumas. Flyweight, Brandon Royval versus uh, Matt Schnell. Great fight. Excellent fight. But yeah, man, you know, my bread and butter is that whole main card, baby. That whole entire main card is fucking fire. Every single one of those fights are going to be good ones. That's for damn sure. But um, yeah, so going up to the, the, the main event, that is unfortunate, man. I can't get over that. That's crazy, man. Just imagine losing your belt that way. How, how I want to know exactly how much he uh oh dude it was Helwani just confirmed it well an hour ago but uh it says uh this is via Ariel Helwani on Twitter it says I'll say this my heart breaks for Charles Oliveira let's be honest a lot of champs have benefited from a commission official who moved the weight thingy real fast he's got a stickler and now his dreams are shattered because of 0.5 pounds i might imagine having a fight after this madness hmm this is interesting because uh a lot of i mean i found some uh some other tweets um that a couple of other fighters yesterday had um they said that, um, well, this is via the Guilherme Cruz on Twitter. Uh, says, uh, Norma Dumont and Ariane Carnesali, Carnesali, told me overnight that the, um, or told me this, this hotel scale was reset overnight, and many, uh, fighters found out on Friday morning they were two pounds heavier than they thought. Don't know if that was the case with Charles Oliveira, whose coach posted last night that he had already made weight. Wow. It says the check-in scale was almost a pound over the official scale, so left a lot of people scrambling this morning. Uh, this is all uh, news to me. Wow. Hmm. Interesting, but you should be making weight anyways, regardless. You want to hear a wild conspiracy? I love it when people throw out conspiracies. You guys are so funny. Man, this is funny. <laughs> he said, that's UFC's way to take the belt away from Charles. High-level conspiracy. They didn't appreciate Charles' unwillingness to learn and speak English. They want guys like Connor, Islam, and Gaethje going after each other. They threw the odd one, Charles, under the bus. You are funny. <laughs> that is funny. That is um, that is via Twitter. Omar Little. It doesn't even look like it's his picture. But uh, yeah, four followers. Yeah, doesn't. 
that's crazy though. But if it's true, then that's an unfortunate, uh, that's an unfortunate, unfortunate way to lose your belt, especially if there's some weird conspiracy bullshit going on in the background. You know what I mean? So, um, more to come with that, I guess. I mean, we'll, we'll see as as time goes by, as the situation unfolds, and we'll see where uh, he goes from there. Regardless, so if he wins in performance. I mean, he really has to look, really, 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 really needs to look into the weight, the weight problem, the scale and, and everything else under the sun, man, because that's unfortunate for him. And we don't want to see that happen. It's unfortunate to see it happen. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just not a good feeling nor a good look. But we are going to cut to a quick commercial break and uh, throw out some shout outs and some commercial ladies and gentlemen, and we will be right back. And we are back. So the last two times that I have ordered my carts my, for my Stizzy. Uh, um, so, like, I got two new flavors. Like, two flavors I had never heard of. So, like, for the longest time, I was just juggling through different flavors or didn't go have it for a while or didn't smoke for a while. Like, at least Stizzy-wise. But, yeah, so now I've come across two uh, good flavors that I really like. I'm enjoying uh, what's all... Um, what is it, white Durban or something, Durban or something like that, and premium platinum Kush. Let me look it up. Let me look at my receipt from yesterday, or the day before yesterday. But yeah, there there are two new flavors that I really enjoy. Um, what is it like an indica? One is an indica, and one's a hybrid. Or um, mm, 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 mm. let's see. Here we are. Let's go here. All right. There we go. Uh, receipt. Oh no, not that. One. Um. There we go. Yeah, it was platinum Kush and uh, white Durban. So platinum Kush and white Durban, they're very uh, tasty. I like the uh, white Durban one too. That one has a unique, uh, unique flavor, for sure. Um, but you have, other than that, I just, like, yeah, I tried those, um, for a period of time, I thought I lost my wallet, so I was like, fuck, I'm unable to purchase weed in person, so this sucks, but now, I found my wallet, and I didn't have to worry about that, thank God, right, that's one of the best feelings, not having to worry about something like that, but, um, Anyways, what else we got here on this episode? Uh, be sure, like I said, to follow us on social media. We're available everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, follow us on Twitter at KWTKPod, as well as obviously my Twitter, uh, Real G the King underscore on Twitter, um, G the King underscore official on Instagram, and then some. And any news? Whoa, I feel like we're missing out on a lot of stuff. Is there something like, is there something like, uh, did you guys see Colby's, uh, did you see uh, Colby's chipped tooth, the picture, the, the viral picture? I think TMZ was able to obtain it. But yeah, so apparently Masvidal did chip Colby Covington's tooth during the um, altercation in the Poppy Steakhouse. Um, some more updates in the MMA world. Former UFC heavyweight champion Cain Velasquez granted new bail hearing in May. Plea hearing pushed back to June. This is via... Uh, this is... A couple hours ago, um, Cain Velasquez will go back and um, 
before a judge in hopes that he will be released from jail while awaiting trial on attempted murder charges. Um, Velasquez appeared in Santa Clara County Court on Friday where Judge Jose Franco granted him another bail hearing, which is now set for May 16th. He was denied bail during his initial arraignment on March 7th. Velasquez appeared for a brief hearing and made a heart symbol with his hands for supporters in the gallery before um, being let out of the courtroom. The ex-heavyweight champion was arrested back in February after he allegedly engaged in an 11-mile high-speed chase while firing multiple rounds of a 40 caliber handgun at a vehicle carrying Harry Gallarty who was accused of molesting a close family member of Velasquez. Um, Gallarty has been released on bail on his own criminal court case despite objections from the district attorney. Velasquez allegedly chased Gallarty along with his mother and stepfather, who was ultimately hit with a stray bullet before being taken to a local hospital. Uh, police later stopped Velasquez without incident before being charged with multiple felonies, including attempted and premeditated murder. Um, during the initial hearing, Judge Shayla Brown condemned Velasquez's actions while remanding him back to custody while awaiting trial. This is what she said. It is clear to this court that there is clear and convincing evidence that there is substantial likelihood that this release would result in great bodily injury, not just to the name complaining witnesses in this case, but to Santa Clara residents at large. This case uh, involves allegations of extreme recklessness to humans, li human life. Um, oh, this kind of deep. Um, ramming a vehicle in the middle of the day where uh, citizens are out driving, going about their business, and shooting out of a car at other individuals, which is reckless by any standard. Anyone could have been injured. Anyone could have been killed. When this court, court looks at Article 1, Section 12, it is a level of risk that the court must take into consideration. With that said, this court is making the ruling that this risk is too great and there will be no bail set at this time. Velasquez's attorney, Mark Duragos, argued that at the time his client was in a flight risk and he should be allowed to return home to his family while awaiting trial. Damn. All right. So from that, I just want to see that. Um. I want to, um, I want to, uh, what is it called? I want to see the responses. So now we're going to go from that back to, uh, UFC 274. Um, obviously, like I said, we did talk about, and you do know now that, um, Charles Oliveira is stripped of his belt. The fight will go on. Justin Gaethje, if he wins, has an opportunity to become the UFC lightweight champion. Charles Oliveira wins. The belt is vacant. And still gets fined and is still not the champion if he wins tomorrow. But uh, let's go to the reactions. Everyone's reactions via Twitter. All the all the, the big stars and everybody fit. Everyone chimed in 
on the former champion's failed attempt at making weight. So, let's check it out. So Dustin Poirier responds. Uh, a fighter, uh, uh, what is it called? A fan asked if, does Dustin, does this change who you think wins the main event? Dustin responds, says, I was thinking... Charles wins, but I don't know now. That's crazy. And he said it might affect his durability if he wasn't able to make weight properly. Um, um, Paul Felder says, wonder if he still wants to fight at 145. I have nothing against the champ, but this is a disgrace. And I honestly feel most for Justin. What an absolute letdown for everyone in the division. Islam Makachev says... Big drama. I, don't, I just have a hard time believing this. This tweets Islam Makachev and not his man, manager Ali. Anyway, keep your head up, Charles, and keep and good luck tomorrow. We all know you're champ for a reason, and I'm looking to fight winner of this fight, either for vacant title or new champion. DC says, if the scale being heavy is true, that cannot happen. Unfortunate turn at UFC 274. Yeah, so not as some overly uh, dramatic responses and stuff, but like you said, missing weight is an unfortunate thing. Um, I mean, I still like to see the fight. It's still a great fight. Um, we got we got a lot. There's a lot of uh, there's other fights coming up too. So if we can go from that, let's go to UFC two. What's what's the next fight card after this one? Man, you see what Cheeto Vera did the other day to Rob Font. Oh my goodness! Last week, I think. Yeah, Cheeto Vera looked absolutely amazing, man. Looked absolutely fantastic. Okay, so. I know what we're going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. How could we forget? UFC 276 is looking to absolutely be stacked from the top to the bottom. Main card looks absolutely fire. If some of these fights are true, they have to be confirmed. And if they're true, um, I'd say um, so. Yeah, this is the rumored card for UFC 276. We'll start at the top. Israel Adesanya taking on Jared Cannonier. Kamzad Chimaev taking on Nate Diaz. Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. Lauren Murphy taking on the, the former champ, Misha Tate. And band, women's bantamweight. Get ready. Get ready for this one. Ooh. Sugar Sean O'Malley taking on Pedro Munoz. Good gracious. That's a good one. That's a crazy good fight. That's a really big step up for Sean. And I'm really interested to see how he takes that one. If that if these are all true, I mean, the Chimaev Diaz fight, I don't necessarily agree in. I think Chimaev is way bigger, way stronger. And. I'm betting 100% of the time that Chimaev beats Diaz. 101. I don't see any 
any any uh, I mean props to Diaz for being that badass and and stepping up if this fight is true. But damn, I just think Shamaya wipes the floor with him. Absolutely, there's no there's no if ands or or buts. That that is absolutely crazy. Great fights, um, great fights on the horizon. Excited for tomorrow for UFC two seventy four. But let's also go into some other news that happened the other day. Um. How about Dave Chappelle, man? Dave Chappelle's bodyguards. Jesus. And Dave Chappelle getting a little bit of a stomp in action later on. Dude, that guy who attacked Dave on the um, stage. Whew, absolutely got fucked up. He got fucked up, man. This, you see the way his arm was freaking... His arm was freaking jacked backwards and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. His arm was bent backwards on that freaking... Uh, and he was handcuffed as well. Oh, my God. It was terrible, bro. It looked fucking horrible. Oh, that guy got busted up. That's why you never jump on the stage. You never know who the fuck it's going to be or what, what, how badly your ass is going to get beaten. You know what I mean? It's like a misdemeanor, I think. He's not even going to get charged for it. I think the ass beating was enough for him. And they're looking at all the injuries. And then he's like, yeah, this, this guy, man, this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's absolutely crazy. Let's take a let's take a um let's take a hit together, guys. If you ever um joint, like I said, light up a joint, spark up a joint, we could talk and, and have a great time here. This is what we do. We are hard hitting news and entertainment. Mm, I think this is a platinum kush. Smoking on that platinum kush. It's a badass name, right? <coughs> but yeah my other pens died the other day like died died i was telling my girl the other day my pen died died i was freaking out i was having a panic attack i was like this is my only what was it like what did i say oh no this is like my go-to my fix you know how people get their fix some people smoke cigarettes some people work out. I smoke weed. I do lots of different things. But I was just like, come on. I just bought these two cartridges, these two brand new cartridges the other day, right? Imagine imagine buying something new, like new cartridge. Like, yeah, new cartridge. And my pen stopped working. I hit a couple of them and stuff. I get a couple of good hits and stuff, but... Um, You know what I mean? I um they died fast. But yeah, I mean I don't know, they didn't die fast, they died in under one one uh one year. Cause I've had like three big stizzies already. I didn't even uh order a big stizzy, I just um if you remember the original the original one, the the, the regular one, the regular stizzy, right? The, the little stick one. That's the one I uh, I ordered. I ordered two of them because I was just paranoid that I wasn't, I was, um, was it not going to have a pen. I'm like, I don't want to have a bunch of shit that I can smoke and not have nothing to smoke on. Like, I want I have all these pods and shit like that, and I'm not able to smoke on them. You know what I mean? It's crazy, right? So I, I did not want to put myself in that kind of position. 
That's like having a bunch of weed, but you don't have a pipe, you don't have a lighter, or you don't have anything to rap. No, 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 how about this? Say you have no idea how to rap. Say you have don't have a pipe. What are you going to use to smoke all that weed? You going to eat it? Are you going to bake with it? What are you going to do? I mean, it's like, I do not want to put myself in that kind of compromising emotional position. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I should have reacted the way I reacted the other day. It was crazy, man. I was freaking out. Man. That was crazy. Um, shout out to baby girl, though, for uh, dealing with my craziness yesterday, or the day before yesterday. Let alone this last week, because this last week has been crazy. The whole last week has been crazy. Uh, what episode is this? Episode 402 of Kicking It With The King. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy and so thrilled. So, so enthusiastic. So excited to be in the 400s, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, check out episode 401, Battle Tested. Available, obviously. was available. on uh, Dropped on April 28th. So we went a little bit over, uh, what, April 28th to 930. Yeah. So we literally were just back last week. So today is exactly a week since we were last here. I was like, hell no, I'm not going any. I'm we're, we're we're back to once a week. We're great to once a week. We're not going once every three weeks. No, we're gonna have a consistent show back to back to back to back. You guys motivate me. Every, shout out to everybody. Shout out to every people, uh, all the fans, everybody listening, everybody tuning in, all the people suggesting pods, suggesting these podcasts for for new listeners, for people who want to expand their their uh, willingness to, you know, obviously, like I said, add new shows, discover new people, be be a fan of new people and stuff like that. That that stuff's important, man. It's that's how you gain traction. It's how you gain views. That's how you. I mean, not saying that's all I'm looking for. I'm saying I, it's just important to share your your. Your thoughts in the world, share your thoughts on things like that, and that's exactly why I like podcasts, man. We talk about talk about a little bit of everything, and it's pretty damn exciting if you ask me. You know what I mean? So it's just just something that happens, something that goes on, and man, this podcasting, uh, the podcast, the world of podcasters, man, has just grown and keep growing and keep growing. Millions of people worldwide podcasting, which. Uh, pushes me into saying that, like I said, you should, if you want to get into podcasting, if you want to start your own podcast, be sure to download the Anchor app in both the Google Play Store as well as the App Store. Anchor is 100% free, easy to use. Literally, um, Anchor was created by the same people that uh, obviously founded and made Spotify as well. Um, well, the same people that create Spotify. So Anchor is by Spotify. So if you want to be a little bit closer to Spotify, if you like their format, if you like how they do things, I'd say it's definitely a, 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 a what is it called? A, a, a huge, huge uh, win for you if you like to be mobile too. If you bring this podcast on the go, you could be anywhere. You could be in your car. We've done podcasts in the car. I, I'm sitting here. I'm in. I'm in the normal place that we always did. The original OG studio. We've done. We've done uh, loads and loads of great episodes and and loads and loads and loads of of hard hitting, uh, beautiful episodes and stuff. And we had lots of conversations in this room. So here we are doing that here on a Friday. It's good to be back on a Friday. Um, what else do we got here on this episode? We will return on, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry about this, but we will return on Wednesday. We'll be back on Wednesday after this. So you don't have to worry. We're coming back. Maybe if Wednesday, if not Wednesday, we might talk about it on Monday. I'm so genuinely curious to see what happens in this fight um, with Charles and and Justin. Like I said, I I thought maybe that uh, 
that less harsher uh i mean damn that's harsh I mean, a lot of different fighters saying that the scale was like heavier or something like that and i don't know it's, just, it's crazy man so all that's all fucked up um at the end of the day i didn't sign up to uh, to watch or deal with um bullshit I, I signed up just to watch the fights but we care about this stuff. It's hard hitting. It's news. It's everything we talk about, and it's what makes it's what makes these shows interesting and fun. Um, what else we got here on the show? Uh, I do have work later on. I work on uh, a little bit later on today. Um, obviously, I'm a night owl, so I've told lots of people this. I'd rather not have to wake up hella fucking early in the morning because like dude sometimes i'll be hella tired and i just do not think my brain functions i'm a big thinker i'm a i'm a deep thinker i'm a really like intelligent based person i like to learn i just don't think that my brain will work in the morning let alone 5 30 in the morning 5 a.m hell no I mean, yeah, I go to work. I've gone in the, the the only the latest I've ever gone into a, uh, work was probably like generally like if it was a consistent schedule or it's a consistent time that I had to be somewhere. It was probably like seven thirty p.m. I've gone in at eleven p.m. before. Um, no, I don't think so. Not eleven p.m. actually, but. Yeah, man, it just it just depends. I, I'm I'm more of a night person. I like to know that I can stay up late and still sleep in, and I have to be up hella fucking early in the morning. You know what I mean? So that's a little bit of a a better thing to have to deal with. But um, what else we got? If we don't have anything else, then obviously I will see you guys on Wednesday. But since we actually said that. I'm all deep in this UFC 274, so last but not least here on the show, we will be doing fight picks, ladies and gentlemen, so let's head on over to the Verdict app, Verdict MMA. Be sure to follow me on there, G the King Official on Verdict MMA, so Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje, um... Bet-wise, I don't think that the, um, obviously the title being on the line and stuff like that, obviously you know the jazz with that, but we can still bet, we can still make these fights happen. Um, So I'm going to go with, ooh, I can't start right in the middle like that. Okay, so we got uh, here on verdict from top to bottom, Randy Brown, Chaos Williams. Ooh, I like Chaos Williams. Chaos Williams is very, very destructive. He's been very destructive. I think he's coming off of a loss. But overall, he's very exciting. Very must-see TV. His finishing, his finishing sequences are very destructive. I really enjoy watching him play. I think he's very... At any given time, he can knock somebody out. Um, I'm going to go with Chaos Williams, man. I, I think he gets the job done. I think he can knock Randy Brown out. I'm going to go with uh, Chaos Williams, TKO in the second round. I'm not gonna put any experience points up on there. I'm not, I'm confident in that pick, but I'm not confident enough to to bet the house on him. A legend series fight at a lightweight. Um, Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon. Man, Cerrone has been in some absolute fun fights, some big fights. He's been in like every fight, dude. I've been watching Donald Cerrone fight since 2011. 
absolutely crazy, man. Where he's been, what he's done, what he's accomplished, who he's finished, how he's finished them, the amazing finishes, amazing sequences, you know, winning by submission. I mean, you see the way he knocked Jim Miller out? You see the way he choked out Charles Oliveira? Not Charles Oliveira, no, he... Wait, he beat Charles. Yeah, Cerrone did beat Charles Oliver, actually. He beat um, Alex Oliver as well. Um, he beat Dennis Seaver. Um, man, he, he's fought a lot of really good guys. I mean, you see the way he the way he uh, beat Rick Story that one time? That, that beautiful, like, was it like seven-piece combination or some shit, dude? The kicks, the punches, the knees. I mean, Donald Cerrone's knockout over Matt Brown. You forget that? Dude, Cerrone's an absolute stud and a motherfucking gangster, man. That's a that's a crazy one. Uh, Donald Cerrone, Joe Lozon, ah, can't put my f- finger down on it. That's an interesting one. Cerrone, I feel his stand up super good. I feel you know son, while fighting in front of his son. I think Cerrone could could maybe pull this one off. I say his stand up's a lot more cleaner. It's a lot sharper. I mean, Joe Lozon's great. His grappling is great. His submissions are great. He takes a lot of damage. I mean, I feel like he has a lot of scar tissue. I mean, I think Cerrone's stand up's really sharp. I mean, despite Cerrone not really being at the top of his game like he once was and stuff like that, I still think that he's just so much cleaner in his striking. Let me let's let's pull up Donald Cerrone. Wikipedia, man. Fuck all this noise. We're not out of here just yet. You can't get rid of us yet, ladies and gentlemen. We always find something else. We always find something else. We don't give up on anything here. We, we don't give up on life. We don't give up outside of this podcast. We don't give up in any motherfucking scenarios, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that. Okay, so Donald Cerrone um, also did mention that uh, he didn't want to be in there when he fought Conor McGregor. Mentally, he just didn't feel like himself and Obviously, like I said, mentally, if you aren't in the game, you already have lost if you got into a big fight like that. So um, eight losses by knockout, um, seven losses by decision. But Cerrone, 17 wins by submission, 10 wins by knockout, nine wins by decision. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. So um, Thomas Cerrone coming off of a loss to Alex Morono. Um... Obviously, Cerrone's really coming off of a little, a tough, uh, tough, tough go. Tough, tough. I didn't realize it was that many in a row. Man, good gracious. So his last win was uh, um, in uh, 2019, right before the pandemic. Since then, he's become winless. Lost to Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, Conor McGregor. Anthony Showtime Pettis, Nico Price, Alex Morono. Um, let's let's look at Joe Lozon. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Cerrone. I didn't know he lost that many in a row. But Joe Lozon, huh? Joe. Lo- I mean, Joe Lozon does take a lot of damage, but that doesn't mean Lozon doesn't know how to fight. He fights really good. He, Joe Lozon's good, man. He's really good. Like, uh, you know, having the most, some of the most bonus awards behind Cerrone and Charles Oliveira. I mean, Joe Lozon has bought lots of, lots of shit with freaking his bonus money. And Joe Lozon's absolute savage too, so you can't freaking, uh, you can't sleep on Joe Lozon. I mean, he's coming off of a win, so Joe Lozon, 
you know, obviously is, is a lot more wins in his last uh he's coming off of a win, so that makes it a little bit uh better. Um uh a little bit easier of a um of a pick. I don't wanna pick against Cerrone. I want him to get the, the send off he deserves in a good way. But damn, bet wise, if you want if you want to be perfect on bets, my heart's with Cerrone. But I'm gonna go on paper Joe Lozon. Okay, let me put Joe Lozon by I don't know. It just seems weird for him to stop Donald Cerrone. I don't know. Am I confident in this pick? Mm. If people think people think that, mm. more people think that Lozon, if he wins, it'll be by submission. Uh, most people think that Cerrone wins, it'll be by uh, either submission or decision. Knockout's the third thing on the list, and uh, knockout's the last thing that they think will happen. Um, hmm, that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Stake.com, crypto casino, and sports betting, huh? That's a, this is where we are, the cryptocurrency. Ladies and gentlemen, check out our podcast on the in the multiverse. You can literally watch me do the podcast in the multiverse if you want to. He's got to put the VR headset on, right? It's like live streaming, right? Just kidding. But uh, it's a hard one, hard one, hard one. Arr! Joe Lozon's coming off of a win, so I say the winner fight. You're only as good as your last fight. I'm going with Joe Lozon by second round TKO. I'll bet 500, 300 experience points on that. Joe Lozon, TKO in second round. All right. Uh, Mauricio Shogun Hua versus Olden St. Prue. Remember the first time they fought? They really, we really didn't get to see anything. There wasn't too much that happened in that fight, other than Olven Saint Prue landing one of those wild left hooks and dropping Shogun. Uh, Olven knows that he has Shogun's number. He slept Shogun the first time they fought. I'd say decision. This fight goes to the decision. Maybe you mean Olven Saint Prue does have the power to win again. He knows that he can sleep Shogun. Shogun. Obviously, is probably be a lot more careful, a lot more defensive, a lot more aware of that because he did kind of rush in and get clipped. He got clipped completely in that fight, dropped and finished. And Olden St. Prue got a vintage knockout, a beautiful knockout over the former UFC light heavyweight champion, Mauricio Shogun Hua. But this fight, I think, will be different. I think it could be a fight of the night. It could be back and forth. Who knows? It could be one complete side. Um, oof, I don't know. This is a hard one, man. I think Shogun, obviously, a lot older fight wise and, and damage wise and, and over the same proves either he's winning or he's losing. Well obviously winning in an impressive fashion or losing in an impressive fashion. He's been on a lot of people's highlight reels. Um let me see. Um OSP. Let's see. Um OSP pull up his his last uh, fight. I wanna see Let's see who he has last fought. Who is his last fight? So he's fighting against Shogun. Um, or he's fighting against Shogun, excuse me, tomorrow. So he's coming off of a, a loss at heavyweight. Maybe he had a couple of fights at heavyweight. Um, the Jamal Hill fight at light heavyweight. He, he was stopped by TKO. Um, KO'd at heavyweight by Tanner Bozer. His last win at light heavyweight was against Alondo Menefield when he... Uh, he knocked him out. That was in um, 2020. But since then, Olven St. Prue is uh, 
winless since uh, September of 2020. So, Open St. Prue looks to get back on track against Shogun. Like I said, he had the win over Shogun. Um, let's see. Yeah, so he KO'd, he, he KO'd Shogun in 34 seconds of the first round. We got Shogun, Shogun's last fight coming off of a, a, a submission. Oh, a, a TKO due to uh, submission to punches. So yeah, he lost to Paul Craig in the rematch. Um, in twenty twenty, wow, it's been a while since we've seen Shogun fight. So it'll be interesting. I mean, both these guys have had a little bit of a layoff, so we'll be able to see what happens in that one. Um, <sighs> I think I think Olven Saint Prue takes this one again. I'm gonna go with Olven Saint Prue. Um, I think he's gonna knock him out again. Second round, third round, third round TKO for Ovin St. Prue, maybe. Here we go. Um, okay, so from t uh, one banger to another. Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. Ooh. So interesting. Did you think about how unorthodox, how herky-jerky Tony Ferguson is? How patient Chandler is, how how good he is at picking his shots, and how how much bombs he brings in. You could call him a Chad Mini. I was gonna say Chad Mini Mendez of one hundred and thirty, one hundred and fifty five pounds. You know, Chandler picks his shots wisely, man. I think if he lands and he's patient and he's calculated, and he's as quick as he is, I think he could take Tony Ferguson down with ease. Chandler has phenomenal wrestling. Some of the best wrestling at 155 pounds. He's scrambling. So if it goes to the ground, and Chandler is in any bad spots. He's, he's so quick. He's so fast. He's so um, uh, speedy on the ground and stuff. Like, he's able to get himself out of some good positions. I mean, obviously, Tony Ferguson gets him in a position, obviously, to get a uh, submission. Then, obviously, that won't be good. But, you know, Tony Ferguson has great submissions off his back. He has great submissions just in general. Um, obviously, the all fights start on the feet. So, it'll be interesting to see how these two, um, what Tony can throw in, what Tony can um, do with his elbows. You know, he has nasty elbows. He has knockout power. He has a good chin and stuff, too. Um, fuck. Interesting fight. All these ones are really hard to think about. Um, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'd say, uh... I don't know, man. That's a hard one. I'm gonna go with, uh, Tony Ferguson, though. I, I don't know why. I don't want to bet against, uh, Tony Ferguson. I think he has a lot of skill. Uh, he's fought the best of the best. With Michael Chandler. Fuck. I'm just gonna... I don't know. I don't know. This is a hard one. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where'd I go? Where'd I go? Where'd I go? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. More people think Tony's going to win by some uh, decision. Um, wow, that's an absurd take for people. A lot of people think Chandler might win by submission. Knockout decision. Um, I'm going to go with Ferguson. Decision. Decision by Ferguson. He defeats Michael Chandler. Um, Rose Namunas, Carla Esparza. I'm going to go with, obviously, that's an easy one for me, the champion. I'm going to go with Rose by a decision, beating Carla Esparza. Charles Oliveira, Justin motherfucking Gaethje. 
even I, I I'm gonna make a huge statement right now, okay? This is gonna suck for Charles Oliveira, but if he, I believe he can win. I, I think Charles Oliveira, despite missing weight, despite the controversy, despite the despite the world being against him or being happy that a lot of people are happy that he lost his belt or whatever it is. If you hate him, if you don't hate him, if you're happy the division opened up and all this different jazz, okay. But I still think that Charles Oliveira pulls this one off. Submission, he gets a submission. He gets a submission like late and like round four or something, maybe something like that. If it's not round four, he's just gonna get a submission in general. I'm picking Charles Oliveira by submission. Okay, so from top to bottom, Chaos Williams I'm picking him by a second round knockout. Um, officially, um, Joe Lozon TKO in the second round over Donna Cerrone. Shogun Rua versus Olven Saint Prue. I'm picking Olven Saint Prue to finish Shogun in the later round, round three. Um. Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. I'm going to pick Tony Ferguson by unanimous decision. Rose Dom Yunus, Carlos Esparza. Rose is going to beat Carlos Esparza by decision. Better striking, a lot more quicker. Obviously, like I said, Carla can shoot for the takedowns, and she's obviously gone way better on the feet, and she's not just a wrestler, but I just feel like Rose is striking and training with Gaethje, training uh, with, with Trevor Whitman, man, just as good as she has been and stuff. I think Rose is an absolutely amazing champion. I think she gets the job done, too. Um, decision for Rose, uh, Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje. I'm picking Charles Oliveira to win by submission in the fourth round, I believe. Is it the fourth? Yep, yeah, fourth round submission, maybe. How about that to to end um, our show? And by the way, have you guys checked out Truth Shul- Trump's uh, Truth Social platform? <laughs> I I signed up um yesterday. I mean, I've had that account for a while, but I didn't actually I had the I, I was going to sign up for a while, but man, I got I got 23 followers already in less than 24 hours. These guys are really like serious on this on this app. It's like a Twitter, but I just read a lot of the news and stuff and whatever it is. Um but Anyways, guys, what a way to end it, man. I cannot wait for tomorrow. I can't wait for the fights. I can't wait to talk about them. And we'll be back sooner rather than later. I appreciate you guys for tuning in for this episode of Kicking with the King. This is Gabriel Hernandez signing off. You guys know where to find me. Twitter, Instagram. If you follow my Instagram, be sure to click the link in the Instagram bio. And you get direct access to all of the social media. All my social media. All in one spot. Snapchat to YouTube. Just TikTok to all the different platforms. Like I said, I appreciate you guys. Shout out to everybody that's been listening and tuning in and and paying attention and and tuning in for the next new episodes we've been out here grinding absolutely trying to put out great episodes and um we're glad to be back it's glad to be back um one week shy of our last episode like i said check out episode 401 and all the rest of them if you want to uh, see the the episode 400 we finally hit we finally hit the huge 400 so episode 400 through 405 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 just wait till we get to episode 420 we're gonna be absolutely fucked up on that one but until next time ladies and gentlemen this is gabriel hernandez signing off here you can follow me everywhere ladies and gentlemen um like share rate review uh post a message on on uh for the for you guys questions comments q a's send your questions send your comments and we're we're slowly but surely spreading amongst the world and lots of people will know who we are ladies and gentlemen so post comments questions anything you know where to find me you know where to get uh 
the latest news and events, ladies and gentlemen. And you can obviously, like I said, like, share, rate, review, and tune in every single week, ladies and gentlemen, for our hard-hitting episodes each and every single motherfucking week. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Don't drink and drive, folks. Until then, we're out of this bitch. Bye, folks. DJ, it's all yours.